Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Rogue Ones. Love, lust, and life. All matter of all things relating to those three topics. Welcome back, and I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Beware, this is not for the faint-hearted. And if you're under 18, you better ask your parents first. Because, to tell you the truth, there's a lot of sex banter in this podcast. Let the good times roll. Hello! Welcome back. You know who it is. Well, you probably should by now anyway. It's Jordan, and this is The Rogue Ones, as previously advertised. Welcome back to episode two of Travel. Travel, travel, travel. So, hopefully if you listened to episode one, it's a little mini-series within The Rogue Ones about uh, my experience travelling some kind of like half-hearted shitty blogging uh but we're not going to call it a blog because it's really not good enough just uh stories my travel stories the last one was uh i'm not even going to tell you you've already listened don't even need to tell you about what the last travel episode was about but this one is going to be about places that i've been on my own so essentially traveling as an independent um and the differences and the bits and pieces to doing such a thing and goods and bads and uh all the places i've been the next episode three of the mini series whenever that that uh comes to fruition on your feed uh will be about traveling with others so like the experiences i've had traveling doing long like this sort of seeing places in europe but with other people because it's a whole different thing. So they're not partners. They're, you know, they're not like, it's like friends. Or So I did one episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it to you. I, the first episode about, ro- the first Rogue Ones mini series on travel was about going traveling with whoever you're in a relationship with, a serious relationship. And the pros and cons, da, da, da. This one's about me, independent travel, X1. It's about traveling with your mates. Traveling with a girl who's not your girlfriend. Traveling with your mates, whatever. Just traveling in general, and then, I've been to a lot of places in Europe, I haven't been to them all, and I'm going to quite a few more on my way back to New Zealand, so by the time you listen to this, I probably won't be in England anymore, Uh, I'll be on my, slowly on my way back to New Zealand, but on the way I'm going to Eastern Europe for a month, and then I'm going to Asia for a month with my brother, so I'll have a bunch more stories there might even be a fourth, have to be a fourth episode. Uh, just when I get all the way back to New Zealand, I'll have to uh, set it all up and do you guys a recording on what the fuck went down in uh, Asia and Eastern Europe because no doubt there's going to be some stories from that one. But first of all, I want to tell you guys about traveling to see other people. So I've done this before. You guys have probably done this before. You get vibes, you got a connection with someone, you're feeling it, you get separated, you then go out of your way to travel to see each other again. I'm going to tell you four different stories. Yes, I do do this kind of often, perhaps too often. It goes good, it goes bad. There's probably four or five, maybe a sixth in there. The reality is the five and six uh, can't have been memorable for either good nor bad reason which is both good and bad. The reality is you're not going to hear about them. 
you're only going to be here about one through four. But everyone, I think a lot of people have done this. I've had varying results, and I'm going to start with a really, I don't know what, probably not a good result. Let's call it a not a good result. We'll finish strong with some doozies, but we're going to start with some poor result traveling for others. Right, so amazing American girl. So this is how it starts. This is how the bad ones start. The amazing American girl that I met at a wedding in New Zealand. I was over there for my one of my very good friend's wedding. He's from Indianapolis, Indiana, which becomes very confusing because I'm then going to tell a story about a girl from Indiana, Pennsylvania. So there's a town in Indiana in the state Pennsylvania. Then there's Indianapolis in Indiana. I'm confused still. You guys are probably fucking confused. It's all very confusing. Why don't they just name them different? Wouldn't that all just make everyone's life a little easier? Mis mistype the uh, birthday present. Anyway, for the post, make any sense? Anyway, so she comes all the way. She came to the New Zealand for the wedding. She's one of those go getters. Like, didn't know her before. Had uh, quite a good relationship in New Zealand. I didn't know her at all. She was very closed off. She's one of those girls who've been kind of had trauma with guys in the past and she knew I was only she's only there for you know one two weeks I think we had a week full a full week together in total so including wedding stuff and everything so we didn't have much time but we worked we worked together on it and we got pretty close and I I got it to open up and we we ended up uh yeah like I said getting quite close and we so we slept together on the last night she was there, made some sweet love, but it had to be kind of quiet, which is never my thing. There are other people next door who didn't really want to hear it, probably. She didn't want them hearing it. I kind of did, but I'm a bit fucking weird like that. So anyway, she, we had a good connection. We stayed in touch, right? So we stay in touch. She moves back. She goes back home to Indianapolis, Indiana. I end up in London we stayed, because we stayed in touch, I, we got closer from a distance, which is always weird, because you, you, you build a sense of expectation for when you actually see each other, which is, um, can be, well, in my opinion, it's actually quite a dangerous thing, building that, building it up. It's very hard to stay blank-minded about situations like that. So she she was there, I was there. The good friend of mine whose wedding it was, they had a belated honeymoon and they went, actually, he's from Indianapolis, so they went back to Indianapolis and I thought, you know what, fuck it, yeah, almost. I need somewhere new to go in America. I like America. Shout out America. So I came from London, met my friend there and his wife, his new wife, and met this wonderful american girl conveniently all living in the same city so i was there for a couple of weeks a week of it was with a good friend of mine and we spent lots of time together he showed me around he it was wicked showed me where he's from all that kind of stuff then they carried on with their honeymoon to mexico and i spent some time with her and it just got it was complicated you know it, it was 
there was really strong emotions from both sides and there was difficulties in the sense of like just outside things like uh, where we were staying and things that we were doing and all that kind of stuff. It was just, um, there were, there were sort of like complications outside of just her and I, um, just scratching my eye here. I get really fucking itchy left eye every now and again. And the timing is exquisitely bad. Oh, what the hell's going on there? Probably just destroyed my eyeball. But it's sort of like a, re a daily thing. Anyway, so we built like this really strong connection and it was just so up and down. It was such a roller coaster trip. My emotions, my emotions were all over the place and it was just, it was very, it weighed, it weighed a lot on me because of the expectation. We kind of like didn't feel the same about a lot of things and essentially it just didn't really work out and it wasn't anyone's fault. It just, we're just different people who didn't really match up very well. Um, but for reasons that we kind of thought we could work through, I really wanted it to work. She was a really nice girl and I thought there was potential for something long term to exist there. Obviously down the track, but it turned out not to be. Anyway, so we had this all those big ups and downs. Um, then I came back to London. We stayed in touch. We continued this building this relation, this complex relationship by through distance, doing our own thing, but just staying in touch. Then for some reason we agreed, and I just want to make a point in saying I, I did quit. We did talk seriously about like, is this a good idea? But we agreed to meet in Iceland, of all places, halfway, basically. Neither of us had been. I wanted to see the Northern Lights. I wanted to see her again. I really wanted this thing to work. It carried expectation again. It had been probably six or eight months before I, since I'd seen her. So the anticipation was there. And in all fairness, it probably took three days for us to both be thinking, okay, this just isn't going to work, you know. We came. We came all this way. It's just not meant to be. So there were a lot of alarm bells, and I probably should have known that in hindsight. But my theory is if you don't go, you don't know. And we're going to a nice country, beautiful country. So what's the worst that can happen? The worst that could happen was the my experience in Iceland had a big weight hanging over it, you know, because... It was so much, we had seven more days or something after that, after we realized that it was just no good. And we're staying in the same hotel room. You can imagine the awkwardness. All of you people have been in this situation. You feel strongly about someone who's not in your na in your neighborhood, even if you're going, driving for three hours to see someone. There's a commitment from both people. There's some level of expectation. It's hard. It's really hard. And uh, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. This time... Definitely didn't. So, unfortunately, my perspective of Iceland is kind of hindered because of the company, which is a shame. I wanted to see the Northern Lights, didn't see him. Perhaps that says something about the whole trip. Uh, wasn't meant to be, maybe. So, anyway, now we don't talk. It kind of ended. Still, plenty of respect for her, just 
never worked out. We had good sex, but it was just too complicated. We wanted different things, but there was a thing. There was signs saying, "What I'm saying is, if you want to travel for someone, just expect that it could go badly, because probably this the stories I'm going to tell, they haven't. This is the only one. I started with a bad one, going to finish with good ones, but just be prepared for that. Man, woman, child, dog." family whoever you're traveling for just be prepared for it to go bad if you go for your dog then maybe it's going to be fine your dog will love you unconditionally no matter but that's topic for a whole another day so let's get onto a good one a positive one another fabulous american woman i have a thing for american woman met her in new zealand uh i wish i could remember where it was it was in the south island the beautiful south and I think that what happened was we ended up, we're, we're traveling the same direction. And she, we met in a hostel and just stayed in touch. And it was like, I'm here. And like, oh, huh, me too. And then like, oh, I'm here. I'm like, oh, well, that's weird. We're kind of going the same way. And I was driving. She was doing it all by bus. So every, we got more and more time together. And I think in total, we only had about a week, maybe a week and a half together. But in the end, she ended up, we ended up driving in my car sort of doing a little trip around New Zealand, the south, lower South Island together in my truck and just built a crazy connection, had fucking wonderful sex, stayed in hostels together, just had a great time all around, awesome chick. Then she obviously, she was there for a year, I think, studying, she was on a sort of a semester thing or something like crossover, she was studying in America but got a semester in New Zealand. Anyway, she went back, and uh, all my circumstances changed in New Zealand, so I thought, fuck it, I'm going to London, and fuck it, I can go via America. So ended up stopping in and going to Indiana, Pennsylvania. All very confusing. Where, uh, Which was a wonderful trip, I have to say. It was such a different trip from episode one, which I'm sure you guys have listened to, love you guys. It was such a different trip from what I had the first time around. One, because I was with my girlfriend, for long-term girlfriend. Two, because we did touristy stuff. You go to Pennsylvania, there ain't nothing touristy going on around there. So we stayed in a, in a small town, just a little university town. Amazing people, totally different vibes. Just really nice to be in a real traditional kind of style family in America, middle America. So I uh, had such a good time. Her, her parents subsequently had just bought a new house and were renovating it. And I, my background is construction. So I went over there for two weeks, basically just helped them renovate their house. Made a little bit of money and spent plenty of time with her. Um, but the funny thing was right before I went, so same thing, anticipation, all this stuff, all builds up, sexual energy, all that kind of shit, excited to see each other. All of that kind of got put, got kind of thrown a spanner in because she got mono, which is an American term, but um, I wish I could remember what we call it. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I remember glandular fever is what we call it everywhere else it's basically the kissing disease so running jokes you've just been kissing too many boys problem is 
it's very contagious for a really long time and it makes you very very tired so essentially i was walking in i i got there and she was like a fucking she had to sleep a lot you know she was super tired all the time man i i make matters worse couldn't get physical with her um so there was this whole thing like and she was just really you know she was tired and sort of feeling run down and not herself basically the whole time it was there but we did we did manage to so the the coolest thing about this was this tension around not being able to kiss and I was all I was to the point where I was like, "Fuck it, I just I'll take this damn disease and just so I can have amazing ex- connection and experience with you." And she was really reluctant because she wasn't she had it. She was like, "You fucking do not want this." But we spent yeah about two weeks together, and towards the end, it got to the point like where you'd be getting freaky but you'd be like having your face really close to hers and just there was this crazy tension around and sexual energy around the whole thing which made it quite fun but we ended up kissing and and the rest of it towards the end and i never got sick so thank fucking god for that but um maybe this time it was meant to be but the connection with her was just mind-blowing as well and i remember we had sex in a a drive-in cinema so you drive in open your boot and just lie in the back of your car and watch this giant projection screen in a paddock which was a fucking cool concept and i hadn't been to one of those before and we just had fabulous sex in the back of a car i'm sure a few people walked by behind the door the back was wide open but mind-blowing just emotional as fuck she was a wonderful one that one so that was good. That was a that was like a positive. Spent lots of time with their family, who are amazing, and all that kind of stuff. And so that was a really good experience. Consequently, we ended up drifting for no real particular reason. Probably um, just unrealistic for it to really work out. But that overall, that was a really good one. We did lots of cool shit. We it was such a cool experience to me. First time back in America on my on my own. So that was before the indianapolis journey the iceland journey um i might have doubted myself a little more seriously about doing it again um if that one hadn't gone well as well but it did so another one don't know what she's doing now actually who knows i should follow her up she was an absolute winner that girl uh another one who i met in london who's from germany you're going to hear a lot more about her we've got uh, the the original Rogue ones have got a podcast that's been discussed that will be featuring hers significantly. But uh, I met her in London. Uh, she lives in Munich, and we've kind of back and forth. We've been places together. We did a road trip together, which you'll hear all about. And this is one of those ones where we're traveling multiple times now. So it's not just a one-off thing. It's actually... She's a real winner, this girl, and um, we both go kind of go out of our way to see each other. I mean, she's not far, London, Germany, not too bad, um, but we sort of meet around different places. We're actually meeting up in Eastern Europe on my journey back to New Zealand, so watch that space. You'll hear all about her in a, 
in a uh, original Rogue once. Yeah. Weirdly, may have already aired. I tell you what, I tell you what's hard when you do a podcast. It's hard to record in advance and then think about how you structure and when you drop them in and drop them out, and which ones you put them in order of, because you end up all sorts of messy. You might have noticed we're like, oh, we've talked about this, but we actually hadn't. It's in the next episode. Sorry about that. If that happens, I apologize profusely for the confusion. So anyway, she's a fucking absolute gem. Um, probably the prime case of traveling is actually worth it because we've done it multiple times for each other. So it can be great. It can be terrible. But if you don't go, you don't fucking know, ladies and gents. So keep that in mind. Splash out. Do it with. That's the other thing. You got to be within your limitations with the budget and all that sort of stuff, because that adds another pressure if you're investing a lot of money and time and travel and all that sort of thing. You want it to go well, and that's the hardest thing about traveling to see others. So keep it all in mind, but do it. Do it and experience the shit, the shit ones, because you will learn. You'll learn from more from the shitty experiences traveling to see man, woman, child, dog, family than you will from traveling to see the ones where they go really well. You get challenged more by the bad ones. So go right ahead and do exactly as I say. All right. Should we continue? Should we talk about independent travel? Woo! We made it. Sorry, I ranted a bit there. But I had a, there was a punchline. Please about that. It had an ending. Usually I just fade away into the distance. But that one had an ending. Anyway, independent travel. Right, so I think I've done the most growth in travel as an independent traveler. Traveling, whenever you get the chance ever, just do it. Go, go, go. Because I've... I've just gotten so much out of it, whether it's with your mate, your missus, on your own, just do it, invest in it, fucking don't go to the pub every week, this is my personal opinion, save your five pounds for a pint every week, save it up and go somewhere else and travel and experience, feel it, feel those other countries, feel the culture, feel the, feel the place, feel the sand, feel the woman's titties, feel it all. But do it, because if you don't, you'll regret it. And I have tried to do it as much as I can. Can't do it all, but you can do a lot if you set your mind to it. Uh, Alright, so I've been to Brighton on my own. And that was amazing. I went for a funk and soul festival. If you ever get a chance to go to Brighton, go. Brighton's in the south coast of England. Uh, southeast, I guess. Not far from London. Go there, the people are great. The vibe is so different from London. The food's awesome. The city's cool vibes. It's on the beach. Even though it's rocks, it's still a cool beach. Funk and Soul Weekender. Awesome. Good times. My kind of music. Did some break dancing. Did all kinds of fun stuff down there. Highly recommend. I also went to Italy on my own. Uh, went to, Started in Napoli. If you're going to go to Napoli, eat some pizza. Napoli is the home of pizza. The pizza was invented in Napoli. A uh, super cool city all over the place. Never been to Italy until then. 
um, and it wasn't all that long ago. Had a great time. What I did realize is how much I love the language in comparison to other European languages. Italian is very nice, and they're very open to, for you attempting to speak their language, which not all European countries are. Um, so went to Napoli, met some fucking brilliant people in a hostel called Hostel Mancini. If you ever go to Napoli and stay in a hostel, stay in Hostel Mancini. That place, great people, great staff, plenty of knowledge. Sent me to the best pizza I've ever eaten. Great place. Did tons of fun shit together. Spur of the moment, went to a Champions League game. All these types of things go out. One night we went out to a square and did portraits of people in the square. Fucking fun. Hostel Mancini. Um, good, really good vibes there. Met a guy in, a, in that same pizza restaurant who lived in Rome. And subsequently, I ended up going to Rome. And he was like, I'll show you around. I know nothing about history. He knew everything about history. So my trip to Rome was fucking good because I actually learned about a lot of things. Um, so if you're ever in Rome, try and find someone who knows their shit or do a walking tour, which I tend to never do and probably should do more often. Um, great food, different pizza. Make sure you eat pizza in Napoli and in Rome. Very different. Uh, from there, I went across the... Oh, sorry, wait a minute. I need to tell you about the Amalfi Coast. The Amalfi Coast is near Napoli. I hired a Vespa from a little town which I can't fucking remember the name of and hired it for a day and went around the coast. Absolutely beautiful, amazing roads. I took my rock climbing shoes, did pulled over and did some rock climbing uh, on the side of a cliff basically with some beautiful views. Uh, wind in the hair, summer days, good, good times. That's when I'm feeling alive. And those, when you travel alone, you can do all those types of things, spur of the moment. Absolute spirit of the moment. What am I going to do today? You know what? I'm going to fucking do this. And for me, that's... I'm a re generally quite an independent person anyway, but that sense of independence when you're traveling is fucking absolutely wonderful. Um, just like wake up, I'm going to go hire a scooter and drive around the Malfi Coast, rock climb for three hours and not worry about what anyone else is up to, you know. Come back, talk some shit later in the evening. If you want to go there for an hour or five, doesn't matter, you just do it. So there, there are huge benefits to traveling on your own. If you're getting this shit, um, it's kind of hard. And I think it's probably a little bit easier for men than women. And I don't mean that in a sexist way at all, in the sense of safety and all those kind of things. Um, to travel on your own, it's maybe a little bit uh, safer as an adult male. But highly, highly recommend traveling alone. You learn so much about yourself. You're not relying on anyone else. You're just doing you. Uh, the last part of Italy that I went to, and I'm looking forward to going back, I'm going to Sicily soon, I may have already been when you hear this, you'll hear all about that, um, I went to Brindisi, which is on the opposite coast on the way towards Greece, and, uh, again did some rock climbing, real random place to go, but had a flight out of there back to London, and again, had a fucking great time, good people, good nightlife, really cool town, danced a lot. I must admit, something I noticed which blew my mind in the sense of Italy being fashion capital of essentially of the world, everybody wore the exact same thing. 
that all the women wore some kind of plain shirt with a leather black jacket and jeans and the same shoes and they had the same haircut and they tied it up the same. The men, same thing, same haircut, same this, same that. I couldn't believe the lack of individuality in that particular place in Italy. And I think it's much better up north, but everyone was almost just, it's almost like too cool. Don't get me wrong, I love the people there, but I just did not understand that at all. And you might see what I mean when you go. I must admit I'm a very individual where I'm, I'm kind of the definition of individuality. I wear crazy shit and dance when no one else is and all that sort of stuff. But uh, even I was surprised. Even I was surprised. Italy, go. Go to Italy. It's fucking great. Um, second favorite place, top of my head, second favorite place of um, all of Europe, except for Portugal. Portugal is my favorite. And I'll talk to you about that in episode three, probably. Uh, I've been to Germany on my own, um, at, at which point I did cross paths with my lovely German friend that I've already told you about. Uh, went to Hanover. Went Had my first experience in a sex club in Hanover. Just got dragged there just for a look around, basically. It was all very weird. Um, check out our episode where I actually went to a sex, sex club with Tiger, that's worth a listen, if, you ever, if you're ever intrigued about sex clubs, uh, Hamburg, great time, Cologne, great time, met a fucking cool guy there who played in a metal band and took me to a gig and we hung out, had big nights together and did t- all sorts of fun shit, um, probably the one thing about Germany is that I think everybody speaks English, but not everyone really wants to speak English. So I kind of went there with this expectation that I could get away with speaking English to everyone, but don't go with that expectation because I was surprised at the either the lack of enthusiasm about speaking a foreign language for them or the fact they just didn't know how to. So careful there. Um, I also have been to Belgium. I went to a place called Hent, and it's in... Uh, on the west, I guess, northwest of uh, Belgium. I went on a bus. I went. Uh, sorry, I went on a train from France, and I went up to Brussels. And in Brussels, I stayed in a hostel. I was there for probably three, four, couple, probably two or three days. Basically, when I travel on my own, I do two days, one or two days in each place. That's all, and then I move on. So I do this like high intensity crashing through cities basically and sure it's not the best way to do it but I on limited time limited visa I can't work here for too long I have to do it like that I didn't really have too much choice so um a couple of days in Brussels again oh met a beautiful Canadian woman who actually traveled I'll give you this one she traveled to see me actually in London after she was finished in Belgium and we had fucking great sex we even did a sex video she was pretty wild she's super right up there canadians americans got a lot of good things to say in all areas of life they seem to be pretty switched on and uh sexual deviance so right up my alley uh she was amazing had uh, had some good times for sure uh brussels was cool 
in the centre, outside of centre, very dead. Very dead. So very, very, um, there just seems to be no imagination really in Brussels, except in the centre. The centre of the city, really cool. Heaps of churches, really interesting churches, all kinds of stuff. I saw the coolest church that I've ever seen, I think, in Hent. It might have been Brussels, one or the other. Real cool churches in Belgium. Um, so, yeah, that was cool. And then I went to Hent uh, with the same girl, actually, and had a fucking absolute blast. Um, Hent is amazing. If you ever get to go to Belgium, go to Hent. It's a fucking cool city. I did the walking tour there for once. Really worth it. Um, food, beer, woman, sunshine, cool architecture. What more could you possibly ask for? Uh, didn't get to go anywhere else in Belgium. I would have liked to go on back, but it's not going to happen. Uh, headed up to the Netherlands from there. Went to Rotterdam, met an old friend of mine from a hostel and had such a cool time there as well. I actually really love that city. The landscape, the skyline, it's all over the place, but it's super cool because of the war. If you're in the Netherlands, go to Rotterdam. I found it really cool. Uh, then I went... Oh, here we go. Here's another shit gone wrong story for visiting somebody uh, I went to Den Bosch to see a girl who I met in Vietnam actually uh, I kind of based the trip around going to see her I forgot about this this is why it wasn't in the 4th, 5th, 6th she wasn't in there because it was bad and what I noticed the most is how different and I hope I'm not this person but how different people are when they travel compared to what they're like at home and I think I'm pretty consistently just me. I am what I am. You put people back in their day-to-day flow, their funk, they're different. And this was a classic. There was no chemistry. There was no, nothing was the same, no energy. We had to spend a couple of days together. No good. All around no good. Be careful that when you meet someone when you're traveling, just be prepared for the fact they're not going to be the same if you meet them in their normal space. They may be, but they may not be as well. Uh, that's happened to me two times. Once in France, once there. So actually, on the same trip. Two two girls diff- who were totally different from when I met them the first time on the same trip. So, one in New Zealand, one in Vietnam. One from France, one from Belgium. Uh, sorry, Netherlands. And then I went to Amsterdam... And I wasn't sure what to expect there. It's not my vibe at all. I'm not big on drugs. I'm not a big partier. I like partying. I like dancing, but not for the reasons that people go to Amsterdam. Um, so that was interesting. My cousin actually lives there, and I was I was feeling a bit weird the first few hours I was there. I didn't know what to expect. Then I caught up with him and had the absolute best fucking time. The canal boat scene there is so cool. If you get an opportunity... Go get yourself in a canal boat. Get a box of beers. If you want a fucking big joint, go do whatever you want to do. That's not my thing. I just got the beers. And I we went up and down the river. We picked, talked to girls on the side of the river. We went to some bars where you can only get from a boat. Did some awesome shit. Had a big night out. Went to a strip club. Went down K, you know, the uh, uh, red light district, all that stuff. Good times, um, not for the reasons that usually people usually go for good times there. So, 
Those are all the places that I can think of where I've been on my own. All of them amazing experiences. If you go anywhere near the ocean, for me, if I go anywhere near the ocean on my own, I have a moment every time. I get emotional. I've never been an ocean. I never thought I was an ocean guy, but I guess when you live in New Zealand and it's so accessible, you take it for granted. And when you don't have it, when you're stuck in London, when you don't have it and you get surrounded by it, again, the smell, the vibe, the uh, I feel so much more at one with the earth and like I'm just a little dot, you know, and it's so much easier to take things, not take things for granted and just feel so content with life. So all of those experiences are offered to me via traveling alone, I think. So I highly recommend it. Do it if you can. If you're one of those people who doesn't like to travel on their own, just plan it out and then do it on your own. Then you, it's a little bit less stressful. But some of the most amazing experiences of my life have been in the last two years traveling on my own. So on that note, I'm going to wrap this podcast up. So I think we had some fun, to be honest. You know I want you to tell your friends because I tell you every episode. Get them listening. Maybe they find it interesting. Maybe you guys find it interesting. We're up to like 15 episodes or something. So if you've listened to them all, you obviously find a little bit interesting, which is great. You know where to rate us. You know where to review us. Five stars on iTunes. All those amazing things. Spotify, you can find us everywhere. Everywhere you listen to musical podcasts, you can find us. And it's been an absolute pleasure as always talking to myself, but really talking to you guys. Stay tuned for episode three of Travel episode four of travel or completely ignore them when they come out if this one's been uh what would you say a complete waste of your time yeah yeah complete waste of your time but hopefully it hasn't been that see you later guys have fun take care keep listening